When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And uh, we're going to go right now to Congress. And you know her. You know her well, Peter King. Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis, who is a tiger and a fighter. And thank God she's down there from New York. I'll tell you that. Put a tiger in your tank. She's great. She's the best. Congresswoman, so they've adjourned now the House until 8 p.m. And then what you guys come back. Tell us the latest. What is going on? Is there any hope of a resolution here? Well, well, thank you guys for having me, Uh, Peter. It's great to, to see you. We could certainly use you down here as well today. Um, look, it's, it's obviously it's been a very frustrating um, couple of days. Uh, we came in with high hopes yesterday that we would be getting the people's business done already. We had on the calendar, uh, our first bill was to, to defund uh, the 87,000 IRS agents that Biden wanted to weaponize against the American people, businesses, and the middle class. We were going to today pass legislation uh, to protect our energy resources and provide prohibit the president from raiding the strategic uh, reserves and, and sending our oil that we need here in the United States to China. Uh, we were going to move forward uh, tomorrow with plans to pass my bill to hold prosecutors accountable. Uh, rogue DAs like Alvin Bragg that don't want to do their job. Uh, we were going to pass our Border Security Act. So we had legislation that we had been working on for two years under the leadership of Kevin McCarthy. The very things that the American people said they wanted to see addressed. And uh, it was disappointing when we came in and we saw that we weren't going to get it together in terms of electing a speaker. Now, during the last two years, uh, I'm sorry, during the last two months, uh, we've had all conversations. We, we want to all improve this institution. We didn't like how it was being run by Nancy Pelosi, the way she jammed down a trillion dollar spending bills that are thousands of pages without giving us ample time to read it. And so members made demands of how what we wanted to see done to better better equip us to do our jobs. And one of those things was giving us 72 hours to read legislation, making sure we had the Congressional Budget Office giving us a score of how inflation would be impacted by bills, Uh, making sure that if we spent money, we had to cut money from somewhere else. We couldn't just keep on adding to the $31 trillion debt. These are all reasonable requests. And Kevin McCarthy listened and he made these changes and adjustments in accordance to the requests of the members. But here we are, and we're saying, at what point do we move forward now? We we should be unified in in moving forward so we can get the job we were elected to do done. And so I'm not sure if there'll be a resolution tonight. I know right now there's representatives of both sides uh, sitting together trying to, you know, figure this out. But it's a shame that 10% of the conference uh, is holding up everyone's ability to move forward. Because at this point, it's not about rules changes. It's not about what's best for the country or the conference. It's actually their personal interest, you know, what committees they want. They got a hump on their shoulder. They got a hump on their back. You know a lot of these people, I'm sure. What do they say to you? Well, you know, I mean, look, the thing is this. When when you hear some of the members objecting on the floor, they're talking about securing the border. And, And we want to secure the border, too. We all want to secure the border. That's why we have a bill ready to go, Border Security Act. They talk about not wanting to pass $1.9 trillion spending bills. Well, guess what? We all voted against it. 
uh, Leader McCarthy, uh, you know, it was as vocal as he could uh, saying that our conference was going to stick together and vote against it. And so we don't want to we don't want to see those things either. We want time to read bills. And that is one of the things the leader agreed to do. I mean, these are he's made good government changes to the way this body functions. And the thing is, now they're just serving as obstacles and impediments, preventing us from getting together and actually do our job. The reality is on policy, we agree mostly we're on the same page and we have a number of pieces of legislation to address the issues. And we should be moving forward to to hold up this entire Congress from getting to policy. When we have an open southern border, we have inflation that is crushing Americans. We need en- more <clears throat> energy produced in this country uh, because people are can't afford food and gas prices and to heat their homes. To hold the Congress hostage at this point for personal personal issues, personal interests, whether because they don't like Leader McCarthy, they just don't like him, and they don't want him there, or because they're looking to you know, leverage to get on a particular committee, it's wrong and it's not in the best interest of the conference or, in, or, or of the Congress. And yesterday they spent the all day voting for Jim Jordan when Jim Jordan is supporting Leader McCarthy as well. So at this point, the 10 percent should stop impeding. Uh, they should join President Trump, Jim Jordan, myself, our colleagues in supporting Leader McCarthy. And let's move forward in a unified front and understand that it is President Biden, who we want to hold accountable, it is it is the Senate that we want to try to push to do the right thing. It shouldn't be each other. We should be working together to push the Democrats to join us in doing the right thing for this country. Nicole, is there anything on the table that you see as being promising? Is there any you know, real chance of working something out tonight, do you think? You know, I, I, there's room for optimism. I, I think a lot of the members are optimistic and, will, you know, the specifics are, are being, you know, maybe hashed out right now. But, but we, you know, we are hopeful that we can move forward. But I still think you're going to have – I don't think it's going to be unanimous. I still think you have a couple of holdouts. I don't see a situation where Gates votes for McCarthy because I don't think he – I think it's a personal issue with him. It's not about policy. It's not about uh, how the conference functions or how Congress functions. It is about – personal vendetta, you know, that he has. So I, I just don't see that everyone will go on board, but I think the ones who are, are you know, principled and fighting because they want to see legitimate changes, I think those we can work something out and that we can get the necessary votes, the 218, uh, to move forward. Congresswoman um, Maliotakis, is it true that rumor that Matt gets, uh, Gates said he would rather, he, he doesn't care if there would be a Democrat speaker? That that was that is true. He did say that, and and you know what? I, I there was a video that emerged of him talking with Alexandria Ocasio Cortez on the House floor, which I think was very upsetting uh, to a lot of wow. the members because you know we you know we shouldn't be you know negotiating here with socialists. And I think some members are here to govern, right? Some people are here to govern, and other people uh, are 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 looking to you know in, in raise money, improve their name recognition, sell books, whatever it is. Um, but but they're not necessarily here uh, to do the job that they were actually elected to do. And so I I really um, you know am am disappointed that uh, we have members like that in our conference that are are willing to jeopardize the overall overall Republican Party and, and conference and our country. Um, and it's it's just uh, look it's disappointing, but. Uh, look, I'm hopeful that, again, we can find a resolution. Uh, Leader McCarthy is the only one that has, you know, has the most votes. No one else has emerged as somebody who's running who has shown that they had the ability. They keep putting names out there, but it's not – It's not. It does, they don't really make sense. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll say this, too. Leader McCarthy has actually 
helped us tremendously get the majority. We would not have a majority mm-hmm. if it wasn't for him. He two consecutive cycles crisscrossed around this entire country, recruiting candidates, supporting candidates. He put together our commitment to America. He, he put together task forces where we developed and crafted legislation to be ready for this moment, to lead, to have policy, to, to really um, show the American people that we can take this country in a different direction because it's just been destructive under one party rule. And yes, so we're, Nicole, we got to take a break. Thank, thank you so much for calling in from the floor to Congress. And, and I guess you're going back to work at 8 o'clock tonight. Good luck, and uh, uh, our prayers are with you. Keep us posted if you can. Great job, Nicole. Right, thank thank you. you. Great thank job, you, Nicole. Thank you.